Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. Back again, another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. Uh, good to good to be back in the studio with my boy Lucas here. How you been, buddy? It's been pretty good. You know, it's peak good. season over here in uh, Florida, so we got uh, constant vacations rolling in and and rolling out every week. Everybody's trying to get their you know time in the sun down here, especially from the Midwest. Nice. And in the meantime, you're uh, getting that money, right? Yeah, getting that money—that's for sure. <laughs> when you got a lot that's of turnovers, you got people coming and going. That means you're making money. Damn right. That's right. Yeah. Same here. We're, uh, we're crushing the summer. Uh, it's finally summer here in Minneapolis. The spring was uh, trying to linger uh, as long as possible. So Memorial Day has come and gone and we are in the thick of it now. So yeah. So anyway, um, we are continuing off of our last episode in relation to the 2022 summer release from Airbnb, which had three points. There was uh, our last episode was about the first point, and then today we're going to cover the um, the air cover um, uh, portion of the release. So that is a new thing that they're adding. There has already been an episode. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, bro. I think we've done two episodes about this because they changed their coverages and then so we have an episode about air covers it relates for us the host we have yes. another episode about um airbnb's coverage for you prior to them calling it air cover if you recall so that goes goes a ways back so for those of you that are binging all of our episodes and you've gone 80 some episodes now um this is the third time you're going to hear this terminology but this is different this is not about air cover for you and me uh the host it is about uh, air cover for the guests. So the unique thing here is that Airbnb is now giving guests a booking protection guarantee, a check-in guarantee, a get what you booked guarantee, and a 24-hour safety line, they're calling it. Okay. So point by point, uh, the first thing, they are touting this as a service, as an additional um, protection, I guess you would call it. Um that their competitors do not have. Uh, that is somewhat true in terms of, you know, can you buy travel insurance? Um, sure. Of course you can buy travel insurance. So when you're on, um, because I, I use a combination of Airbnb and hotels.com when I travel, I, I've covered that in the past. Right. So we've talked about that and you've done plenty of Airbnbs as well. Right. Lucas. Yeah. So, you know, I, so we, I, I, we're, we're, yeah. And when we're not doing Airbnb and you're, you are in a position where you can't use Airbnb or they're all booked up, um, and you go to like hotels.com or something, there's always an option to protect your stay and you can pay some fee. And then when you're on uh, Expedia or whatever, and you're buying airline tickets, there's the same thing, right? I mean, we, we've all seen that. Um, they have, but I will be honest, I've used that travel insurance before and I have had an absolute hard time recovering a flight one time that I insured. Mm -hmm. And, and that was, that was quite difficult. A lot of conditions, right? Yeah. 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 And I, I had the same thing happen. Um, bought a pair of tickets a long time ago. The other person couldn't go. Some stuff came up. Um, and I made the mistake of being real honest <laughs> and I told them what really happened and they were like, well, that's not severe enough. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, I should have said this. Okay. Got it. 
So, <laughs> so it's very difficult. So Airbnb is claiming this is completely unique in, in the space. And I, I, I think I tend to agree with them. Number one, the booking protection guarantee. Um, in other words, if you have your host, uh, if you're the guest and the host cancels within a month, and of course, let me back up. This is a show for people who want to be a host. So you need to understand that your guest, if you for some reason cancel within a month of their stay, they'll guarantee the guest uh, uh, an equal or similar place. Uh, it, it, they'll help them get a new place. Um, and then there's the check-in guarantee. Um, if you can't get checked in uh, in a timely fashion, they will just cancel the reservation and get the person a new accommodation. So as a host, again, that's the focus of the show. Hosts, you want a host? you have not used the check-in procedures to its fullest extent, which we have covered that. I, mean, I Lucas, do you have the list in front of you? Do you remember which episode that was? I don't remember what, you know, we're at like episode 74 now or 73. And I, I don't, I don't have the list in front of me, but I know we've covered like that welcome guide and those check-in instructions. Um, and guys, yeah. I cannot, I cannot uh, explain to you enough and I cannot preach enough to you how helpful those are. If you're doing remote check-ins and you are not yeah. meeting guests, you know, you yeah. get it, you get 20 photos with unlimited description space uh, to explain to them in every detail, how to check in, what to do, how to do it. And, yeah. and you make if sure you're not using those big mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And, you know, and let me this, tell you from personal experience, I always, always, always use the quote unquote check-in uh, instructions as another way to repeat very important rules. There's no reason you can't bury them in there. Now you're forcing them at your guest to say, hey, you're going to click through this because I'm not going to give you the code till the last slide. <laughs> and, and in the meantime, you're going to reread all my rules. You know what I mean? So, yeah, And that's perfect because uh, at the end of it, they have to click you know, complete check-in and then you know right. that they've gone through all the slides. Yep, um, it's another acknowledgement that they saw the information. You know, but with this booking protection guarantee, I think that we've also discussed how, you know, you've possibly shown up to a property that maybe wasn't as described. Oh, yeah. That's um, the third point. Get what you booked guarantee. Yeah, there you go. Get what you booked. Yeah, guarantee. I've been I've been disappointed. I, I I had it happen in Miami. We talked about it on one of the episodes. And I'm telling you, with this new guarantee, those folks will not be in business much longer. And I'm sorry for them. And I feel bad for them, kind of. Um, but I kind of don't because at the end of the day. That's what it's there for. I show up to someplace in Miami and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's homeless people all over the alley. There's, you know, I, my citizen app is going crazy telling me about robberies nearby and, and shootings and uh, outside of the neighborhood. Forget about that part of it. The actual unit was not even remotely what I thought I had rented. Not even close. They, they, they cleaned up the pictures really well and just kind of churched it up, if you so to speak. Um, with a get what you book guarantee, guys, as a host, if you falsify your listing and you make it look prettier than it is, you are going to be held liable from here on out. So Airbnb will take the information from the guest. And if they find that you actually have falsified your listing and there's something that's not the same. Um, now, an extreme example would be if you said, if you said it had three bedrooms and only had two, but I'm talking about, you know, the kind of, uh, the place it is and what it's like. If it's not what you said it was, they will cancel it and you will be the one paying for their hotel or other accommodations. 
Yeah, it says it says we'll refund you. I don't. Does it say that uh, they'll have to? Because I know that Airbnb originally came out and said that they were going to force hosts to pay for that, but I think they they went back on that word after receiving a lot of outrage. It just says we'll refund you and we'll help you find a better home, a similar or better home. If they rescinded that piece, because I think there was some backlash to that. That's that's uh, that might be a fluid situation, guys. Look it up for the current information. Um, glad you bring that up. Um, but it was at I first mean, published I'm, that we would be the one paying. Uh, yeah, it was first published that way. And I know they received a ton of backlash. So I, I think there was stuff in place to try and get that to be removed or, or yep. you know, made to be a better procedure. You know, and my my thing with this get what you book guarantee is they use an example of the refrigerator stops working and your host can't easily fix it. Uh, right. what's, what's like an easy fix because my appliance guys, I mean, I have a really good appliance guy named Bruno and, uh, and he can get out within 24 hours, you know, yeah. but most of the other appliance guys are like, Hey, I got time next week. You know, you're but even, even 24 hours. I mean, you think about it, especially in the spaces people are renting from you, a fridge represents right around $300 in groceries. typically. Correct. You know, you know so you're hoping you got that folks that are staying seven day minimums. Yeah. And you're hoping <laughs> it doesn't go out, but it's just like, well, who, who's determining if it can't, it, maybe it's an easy fix. Maybe I just can't get somebody out there to fix it, you know? And I guess right. my question to Airbnb would be like, are you, are you understanding of the repair times that it takes appliance people or, you know, appliance guys are, are great, but they, they're not like, they don't have these national companies that come out and fix things like, you know, the AC companies or, or stuff like that, that can send stuff out in emergency. They uh-huh. just don't have the type of people. They're typically small, private, locally owned mom and pop appliance repair shops. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to avoid this as hosts, if you want to avoid having a service issue um, that does qualify as more or less an emergency status, um, like let's pretend your furnace went out, right? Um, That's a big deal where I live. If the furnace goes out and it's December or January or February, um, you're going to have a cancellation in about two hours. (laughs) Could you imagine if the AC went out and today, today it's, uh, today it's 98 degrees out and humid. So if my AC went out in one of the units, uh, they're not going to tolerate that. No, no, because of what they paid to be there. They, they aren't life-threatened. I mean, they could, they could put a fan on themselves and live, but when you don't have heat in this state for any period of time, you're, you're in trouble here. So um, what I have is uh, I use the gas company. The gas company in the area here is referred to as Centerpoint. They're a nationwide company. They have different markets as well. So I'm sure some of the listeners have heard of them. Um, regardless, um, they have an insurance uh, policy basically you can buy and it will cover all of your appliances. So I pay a premium package because I have an upstairs and a downstairs kitchen and I have two of everything essentially. Well, anytime the furnace has ever had a problem in the entire time I've lived here, I simply make a call. Furnace calls are answered immediately. So they have texts waiting for the service plus calls. Um, for me, that works out wonderfully. I've heard that pretty much every market has some version of that available. Um, I wouldn't operate a and b without it. I wouldn't because I've had water heaters and furnaces fixed almost instantaneously. They, they find those to be important items and they keep them at the top of the list. You don't want cold water in a, in a place either. I've had that happen. Bad news. They get real upset. Yeah, just, just, just had that happen. I gave them a refund for the 24 hours that we were completely down without hot yep. water. Yep. Now in your buildings, was there an alternate shower like in the gym or something? Yes, they technically could go down to the gym. Now they didn't realize there was a shower down there, but I did tell them if you want hot water, that's that's where it's at. And and, yep. and again, it came down to they told me at seven o'clock that that night, and I was like, well, I can't get anybody out at seven. I'll get them out the next day. So they came yeah. out the next morning and they replaced the uh, 
you know, the heating elements uh, in the water heater. Yeah. That's my favorite when the guest waits till nine o'clock in the night in the evening to tell you something's wrong. Right. Like, why don't you tell me a little earlier when uh, people are actually still working (laughs) and you find out they knew at like 3 p.m. You know what well, I mean? they were tell- yeah, they were telling me they're like the water's lukewarm, and I'm like, uh, okay, you could have told me that earlier in the day, and I could have had the issue fixed, but now we got to go through the whole night. It's lukewarm because it's working the warm air out of the water heater or warm water out of the water heater, and it's going to end up completely cold soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, and for all you hosts that are your homeowners as well, I'm sure um, that that's how you know your water heater's going. It's going to be lukewarm for probably a couple of showers and maybe some, uh, you know. Uh, some 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 cycles of using the sink to clean dishes and whatnot and then it's going to go so if it goes lukewarm there's a sign all right the last yeah. item the 24-hour safety line um now again this is not an item that's really big for us and it really isn't anything we have to do anything about other than how it relates to our space the 24-hour safety line if they check into your your unit and it is literally unsafe because of something you did as a host um I'm going to just come up with some ideas here. What could what could it be that we did as a host that caused them to feel unsafe? Number one, what if you have a pet that you didn't tell them about? What if they are greeted by a giant German shepherd or Rottweiler or something else and they are scared <laughs> of coming into your house because you failed to be very uh, transparent about that? They'll, they'll make a call and they will be the one who wins that battle, okay? Um, other than that, the neighborhood itself, like I mentioned it with my stay in Miami, right? Um, it could be a very unsafe neighborhood. And I could say, I don't like where I'm staying. This is not going to work for me. Um, you got any other ideas, Lucas? Anything? Like the host is being really weird or creepy. Oh, yeah. Um, that's probably a big one, too. Yeah, we've uh, definitely heard those stories. Uh, definitely well, heard those in the Airbnb stories. groups. You know, yeah. But otherwise, those would probably be your top things. Um, I guess if the you know, the neighborhood or if the house itself isn't safe or there's something in the house that's causing it to be unsafe. Maybe you find mold, maybe you find, you know, mildew and, and weird mm. places or, or things yeah. aren't, things aren't clean. There. Yeah, I suppose there's probably a lot that goes into the safety line and I like that they have it. I guess it would it'd make a guest feel more safe that, you know, when they book with Airbnb that, you know, they're going to, they're going to be treated safe. And I know that Airbnb has unfortunately had some uh, interesting press uh, coverages. And so it's, well, I nobody like writes an article about a great stay. Yeah. Well, and I like that. <laughs> so I like that they go out and they create a safety line to try to mitigate that and make sure that right. when guests stay, that they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to feel safe. It's like, if you go book a hotel on Expedia and you don't like where the hotel's at, Expedia doesn't care. Yeah. I had, a, I had a situation where I booked a room on hotels.com because I was driving through an area and I was like, it was one of those situations where I don't have more than an hour to pick a spot, which is why I wasn't you know, using an Airbnb that particular night. And that's so what I do a lot when I road trip. I don't know where I'm going to spend the night. So I quickly book something. I have a price point because I don't care where I'm staying. I showed up to this place and I wouldn't even walk inside. I mean, there was hookers and drug dealers in the parking lot. There was okay. people doing drugs of all kinds in the parking lot. I called hotels.com and I said, this is not going to work. This place should be closed. And they called the hotel and the owner was like, no, we have a no cancellation policy. And then hotels.com said, that's okay. We'll refund you. And so they stepped up and refunded me. So that was nice. That's awesome. 
Now, of course, I book somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 60 nights a year with Hotels.com. So I have some sort of, uh, what do they call it, platinum or gold status. And so, you know, I've, they, they flexed it and they used it and all that. But that is the exact scenario. If I showed up to an Airbnb and it looked like that outside, I wouldn't go in. I, yep. No way. No I'd way. call the safety line and be done with it. So, um, all right, guys, listen. Uh, so that's the that's the wrap on the air cover for guests. Uh, booking protection guarantee, check-in guarantee, get what you booked guarantee, and the 24-hour safety line. Remember how this relates to you as a host and how it can affect you. So if anything, be the best host you can be, uh, as we always say, and avoid your guest having to utilize any of these air cover benefits that are provided to them. And if you do use Airbnb as a guest, they're there for you. (laughs) All right. In the meantime, be the best host you can be, as we say, go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.